Jordan. Ian. Who locked themselves out of their house, fell asleep on a park bench, and woke up being pecked to death by pigeons? Mr. T? No, two guys. Hey, I pity the fool. <laughs> Hello, Jordan. How the f- hell are you? You know, I was actually going to say I'm good, but you know I've been feeling slightly under the weather lately, so I have a hot toddy with me. You have a hot toddy? I was actually going to say I'm actually having a little bit of a drink as well, but um, I've gone for the more adult variety, and I am having um, okay. <laughs> a cold glass. Well, it's not cold because I don't have time to put it in the fridge, but cider. I am having a cider tonight. Oh, nice. Traditional apple? It's uh, it's something called Henry Weston, so uh, I think the, the only thing I can liken it to really is... Cow- Cowboys and Indians. No, I was going to say um, fuel, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've never tried it's, it. Uh, it's one of those ones that makes you go ah! as you drink it because it's just like on the way down. It's like I'll burn your insides. It's not that kind of stuff that you get like a five liter bottle for for seventy nine pence. Is it white lightning? No, it's it's not quite that bad. <laughs> okay, it is only six pound for three liters, and it is six percent. So okay, it's what Elon Musk uses. Yeah, jet fuel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheapest way to get to Mars. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I heard that uh, Baba whatever her face was predicted that. (laughs) Yeah, Baba whatever her face was. Vanga boys. That's the one. Okay. (laughs) Didn't we only speak about this last week? I have slept seven times since then. (laughs) Well, fuck us. Sevenfold of forgetfulness. So anyway, what have you been up to? Uh, nothing much. I, I haven't really been doing much uh, because obviously usurped my job from me. I did. Uh, I was going to say actually, how's that going? I have to say, uh, I took your advice. Oh yeah. About calling them like suckers, and uh, it was shitbags. Oh, maybe that's where I went wrong. Maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah. So basically, long story short, I'm not doing it anymore. Oh, I was going to say because I expected you to come to me because I didn't think you'd be able to do it without this. There's this knife in my back you left there as you, uh, as you stole the job from right under my feet. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously you, you, you don't need it because you're not doing it anymore. That's a shame. I know. I think, did they actually go with our advice then and employ my dad? <laughs> well, I don't know for sure, but I'd like to think so. I'll check the radio now, actually. I'll, I'll, hang on. What, what was it? 94.7 80s FM? Yes. Okay, one second. Let me just have a little... Uh... Today in the news... Hello there, you wee shitbags, it's me, Da. I'm here back on E's radio, here to put some fucking E's in your goddamn luggage, you wee bastard. Yeah, I think your dad's on it. Yeah, I think he's taking my job, that little... It's alright, won't be for long. I told him about it, right? And he was like... Oh, that sounds like a good job, son. You go for it. Give it all you can. I was like, thanks, Dad. He's like... Ah, I wouldn't mind a job like that, son. I was like, well, (laughs) well, Dad, maybe, maybe one day... He's looking at me all intensely. Like, Maybe one day indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it looks like he's gotten his wish. To be honest, I think that eighties radio station are a little tight fisted. Why? They're not very modern, are they? They're not embracing the emotions and feelings that swears can bring. That's very true. Like it's like you, you know, you stub your toe and you don't think Oh, giddy me <laughs> <laughs> Oh rainbows. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, they are an 80s radio show, so maybe they are just stuck in that era. Or could be 2080s. It could be from the future. Mate, you just blew my fucking balls. (laughs) (laughs) If it was you, there'd be like 60 explosions. (laughs) 
No, we've been through six explosions. It, oh, sorry, I got it. It's just six, yeah. Sorry, 60 emails, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, one for each. Ian can't do maths. <laughs> okay, anyway, so Judas, um, I mean, Jordan, what have you got for us today? Well, a couple of episodes ago, it was Valentine's week. It was. So I thought, well, maybe it's time to let the listeners know about the weirdest pregnancy cravings. In case, that could be appropriate. You never know. That could be appropriate. Yeah, something that people might want to look out for. So, like, if you spot your partner's doing this, you might want to have a little bit of a chat. If your partner is eating the insides of your kitchen... Better get to the chemist. That is true. That's what's coming up later. But what have you got coming up for us? Well, today, I thought I would go through some of the world's bizarrest coincidences. Oh, okay. That's a coincidence. I was thinking of that as well. If you actually were, that would be really strange, because since I've thought about doing coincidences, a lot of coincidences have happened. Okay. To start with, uh, I'll tell you about a coincidence that happened to me around about an hour ago. Okay. So uh, I was at work, and a colleague of mine who is on TikTok, uh, who goes by the name RetroLover1990, decided to come up to my workstation and uh, inform me that he had started following us on our Instagram. I asked him if it was a new Instagram, and he said no. He's only just not used it in about two years. So uh, he put me onto it, and he was like, funnily enough, uh, this was my last one, and he showed me a picture, which I'm going to show you now, Jordan, this one, mm-hmm. which was a package that he received of an old computer. It was an Atari ST. He received this on the machine's birthday. Right, okay, I see. I've got a screenshot of it, so I'll put it in our Instagram so you can all see it. Okay. But he put up the post on the 15th of January 2021, and the the device or the machine itself was manufactured on January 15th, 1987. I see. So he came up to me and was like, oh, following you on Instagram. I was like, oh, nice one. He's like, yeah, this was my last post. Showed me it, and he's like, coincidentally, and I was like, dude, that's really strange, because today <laughs> on a podcast that I'm going to be recording in one hour... I'm going to be talking about coincidences. That is coincidental. Yeah, so Retro Lover 1990, thank you very much for giving me content! <laughs> yes, thanks. That is my part completely done now. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> thank God that happened. <laughs> And also, actually, just to say, we also, at the end, have a a little treat from a good friend of ours called Sophie, who (laughs) took, you know, the song that we did from episode four, the blind collab thing? Are you talking to me or the audience? Uh, Both. Because they're not going to be able to answer you. (laughs) They're all at home. Yes, Jordan, yes, carry on. Yes, yes, please, yes, continue. Um, And and she put lyrics to it, and it's brilliant. I love it. There's a funny story behind it, though. Do you want to go into the story now, or do you want to wait till the end? I feel like we should wait till the end. Okay, I just thought, you know, you you started it now, so I didn't know if you wanted to finish it. (laughs) But it's it's something to look forward to, because it is is worth the wait. A little treat, I think. It tickled my balls. Yeah, quite literally. It came out of the screen and everything, didn't it? Anyway, let me jump into these coincidences. Please do. Blow all your bloody sandwiches out of the water. Okay. That doesn't make f***ing sense, does it? You can tell the cider's going straight to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, this hot toddy's not very strong. I don't make it with rocket fuel. Oh, wait, you're having a hot toddy? There is alcohol in that, isn't there? Yes, there is a little bit. It's It's got armagnac in this, actually. Oh, so I was like here, like, oh, I'm having an adult drink. And you're like, yes, yeah, so am I, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound it, though, does it? Hot toddy? No, not <laughs> like really. Like you're going to a posh bar trying to impress the lady that you're with. Yeah. I'd like a hot toddy, please. <laughs> oh, I'll have a hot toddy, please. <laughs> and a hot... Milk for the lady. <laughs> Don't order for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was a Valentine gone wrong, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, coincidences hit okay, me. Okay, coincidences. Right, so for the first few of these, you're probably going to hear me say them really meticulously and well-spoken because I've actually planned half of my content today. So the latter half, uh, I'm going to have a quick scan through and then my, my, my speech will probably be all over the place. But I mean, it's just going to be normal, isn't it? Let's... <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm trying to make myself feel better here, Jordan. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I forgot that you live off compliments, don't you? It, it exactly, suits yeah. your Delicate soul. human, remember. <laughs> Flower. My, my leg just crumbled because of that. My little petal. <laughs> my sunbeam. <laughs> right, so, coincidence number one. Royce Burton was a teacher at a New Jersey university. One day, he decided to tell his class a story that happened to him in 1940 when he was employed as a Texas Ranger in the Rio Grande. Okay. This story is as follows. He was out working and became disorientated while climbing out of a canyon. He lost his balance... And it just so happened that at that very moment, another ranger stepped in and dragged him to safety using the strap of his rifle before he fell back into the canyon. Saved his life. He saved his life, yeah. He was about to fall cock over noggin into a canyon. (laughs) And the ranger, just at the right moment, stuck out his rifle and he grabbed it and he saved him, pulled him to safety. It's a good job it was a rifle, not a little pistol. Yeah, very, very good. I thought you were going to say something else then. One drop of cider, mate, and I'm I'm, I'm a fucking... I'm a dirty bastard. (laughs) It doesn't take the cider. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, wait, hang on. This is water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the day does end in (laughs) D-A-Y. That's very true. (laughs) What better day? Anyway, these two became friends, but later lost touch, unfortunately, when they were both conscripted to fight in World War II. Just as he was mid-story, the door to the classroom swung open, and who would walk in but none other than the ranger who saved his life. The ranger, Joe, had tracked him down after all these years, and just so happened to be walking into his classroom as he was telling this story to his class. A coincidence? I think not. No? You think that was planned, do you? He's just been following him in a bush <laughs> for his entire life with a microphone waiting for him to hear that story. <laughs> and then as soon as he does, he's like, oh, now's me chance. Yeah. Pops in, hey. He's just been waiting all this time for him to bring that up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just peering around the corner like, is he saying it? <laughs> ah, bollocks. <laughs> Have you ever heard the coincidence about Mark Twain? Because I kind of feel like this is a bit more of a, a common one. If I have, I don't recall it, so you might as well tell me. Okay, okay. So... Mark Twain was born in 1835, which was also the same year that Halley's Comet first appeared in our night sky. Okay. Mark Twain famously said, Now here are these two unaccountable freaks. They come in together, they must go out together. The comet passed once again in 1910, which was, as predicted, the year that Twain died. So essentially what he was saying is, I came in with the comet, I'm going to die the next time we see the comet. And he did. Did he actually say those words beforehand? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. That's weird. He said, Next time I see Jordan. (laughs) Next time I see Jordan. And I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I'm gonna cark it. <laughs> no, I didn't know about that. Weird one, isn't it? Yeah, that is a bit odd. Imagine if he got hit by it, and that's what killed him. You know, I don't think it ever actually uh, breached our atmosphere. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So this one is a, a bit of a strange one, but it pertains to a French family, right? So I hope I'm not saying the surname wrong. But it is still quite strange. Okay. Right? So apparently, the odds of being killed by a meteor, meteor, <laughs> are one in. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm trying. Sober the fuck up. <laughs> okay, right, I'll start again. Sorry. Apparently, the odds of being killed by a meteor... Fucking, I've done it again. Meteor. <laughs> it's co- 
Meteor. 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 Apparently, the odds of being killed by a meteor are 1 in 1,600,000. So imagine a meteor which has been happily hurtling through the cosmos for more than 4.5 billion years, passing by everything it sees, finally arriving at Earth and hitting a house. Right. And that time was actually estimated age of the meteor when it was tested. Right. But this is exactly what happened to one family in France. The family were on holiday and upon returning noticed their roof was leaking. They called someone out to fix it and what they discovered was rock. The roofer apparently said that whatever did this must have come from the sky. The lady of the house got so curious and sent it for analysis and what was found that it was indeed a meteor. I know what you're thinking. What's the coincidence? What's the coincidence? Well, after all that travel, all that distance, the meteor decided to impact a house where the occupant's surnames were Comet. Ah. Uh- Okay. But it was a meteor. Did I say meteor? I meant comet. (laughs) I didn't really. It wasn't Mr. and Mrs. Meteor. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, you know, meteor, comet, asteroid, they're all things that come from space and hit Earth, and that was kind of, you know. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though. That guy was like... What, to take what? the piss out of me? <laughs> <laughs> to throw a spanner right up my work. <laughs> You're doing that fine yourself. <laughs> One minute, maybe more cider will help. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but that roofer was like... The, what, did, what was his quote? I think it was £8,000. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our next coincidence brings us to a famous person, a Hollywood A-lister, Mr. Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with him? Uh, Mr. Hoppy, yeah. Mr. Hoppers, yeah. Mr. Hoppy. So, in the early 1970s, Anthony Hopkins was preparing for his role in a film called The Girl from Petrovka. Is this Russian? Probably. It was a book first, which is... um, A Russian book. What you'll find out. But uh, he was hoping to find a version of the book to read to get a feel for the story before stepping into the character. Mm -hmm. But after some time of looking, he couldn't find a copy anywhere. One day, Hopkins was sitting in the subway station and happened to find a copy in the carriage he was travelling in. But not only a copy, this was signed by the author, no less. But that's not the end of it. When Hopkins finally met the author, he told Hopkins that he himself didn't even have a copy of the book because he'd lent his only copy to a friend who then accidentally left it on the subway. Ah, I see. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) I'm not going to drop my mic. (laughs) It was free, but it's still expensive. (laughs) Mic stare. (laughs) Because everyone's going to see that. (laughs) You can, and that's all that matters. I think I've heard that one before. Of course you f***ing know. From Hoppers. You haven't heard the obvious one that everyone knows, but you've heard that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're the obscure ones. Here is your next coincidence. Do tell. Nope. Okay. Right, so my part. <laughs> Here we go. So... When the Civil War broke out in 1861, the first battle was called the Battle of Bull Run. Bull Run referred to the name of a stream that ran through a farm of a 46-year-old man named Wilmer McLean, who lived in Virginia. After the devastation of the battle, McLean got well angry, and he was like, Look, mate, I don't really want to live near all this horridness. Uh, I'm going to move. He did indeed move, and for roughly four years, he was indeed safe, and he's absolutely away from all the war and all the battling and stuff. But then, in 1865, where the war came to an end apparently it came to an end just steps away from mclean's new property i'm not sure i properly followed that okay so there was a battle and the guy whose property it was fought on was like i don't want to live near this shit. so he moved and then four years later when the war ended the last battle was fought mere feet away from his new property see i don't know if that's coincidence that's just very bad luck isn't it well yeah but i mean that is a it is, it is a coinciding incident <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
That's true. I just think that's terrible luck. Well, yeah, I that's, that's, guess that's probably one way of looking at it. Like. See, what would have been a coincidence is, instead, another battle happened right near him. That is what happened. Rather than the battle ending. No, no, not not the, the, the same battle. It was... Oh, sorry. Right now I get you. It was four years later, the final battle of the war. I see. I thought you meant it lasted that time. Got you. And then it ended on his doorstep. Oh, man, people must have been knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Four-year war. Like, oh, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> Certainly would have trench foot then. Oh, God. Trench everything. <laughs> Big beaters. I get it now. Yeah, that's a coincidence. All right. Okay, right. You get it? You get it now? I, uh, I'm on the train. Fantastic. <laughs> I caught it just before it left the station. Just as well as everyone else did. <laughs> this is another one, war-orientated. So when the First World War came to an end... There was an estimated 1 million British lives lost. Yet, without any kind of planning at all, the first recorded English casualty was a 17-year-old soldier called John Parr, and the last recorded casualty was a 30-year-old George Edwin Ellison, and apparently they were buried next to each other, only 15 feet apart in the cemetery. Ah, I see. So side by side, the start and the end. Essentially, yeah. Anyone in between them? No, no. They were opposite each other. How bizarre. Oh, that's sort of poetically sad, isn't it? It is, yeah, very much. But also nice that it ended, so that's uh, that's always a good thing. Absolutely. Roll on World War Three. Okay, so the next one. Uh, there's a story of one Esther and Paul Gratian, who had been seeing each other for a short time, and Paul decided to ask to be his girlfriend. That day, while paying for a sandwich, he noticed on a dollar bill that he was about to hand the cashier the name Esther written on it in pencil. Right. He thought this was strange, but decided to keep the dollar bill and give it to her as a gift. So she put it in a frame, but she knew why it had her name on it before she framed it and put it up, but didn't want to tell him. Right. A few years later, it came out, apparently, that she had after a hard breakup written her name in pencil on a few dollar bills and put them out you know spent them I know what you're gonna say apparently she said the man that brings me this back I will f***ing kill (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) that was just to throw Jordan off no she said the man that brings me this dollar is the man that I will marry and apparently when they first met each other they kind of knew that they were the one for each other do you reckon though so they got to know each other he nipped into bog and then he just got his pencil (laughs) Just been doing that on every single date he's ever been on. <laughs> I bet she didn't make note of the serial number. There, there you go. There, there you go. Yeah, but she might might know her own handwriting. <laughs> Disproven. <laughs> coincidence have you ever seen the coincidence by the way that there was a couple who were looking through old family photos and i think they were at, like the wife's family's house and they were looking through family's photos and there's a family photo of them at disneyland and um in the background is the husband's family at disneyland at the same time but the people who are now married were children at the time yeah i've seen that in that weird it's really weird isn't it yeah but i don't know if i'm thinking of the same one but it's a similar incident where i think they're in front of the eiffel tower or something like that i think i've got that one written down here Ah, but yeah, those kind of things are very odd. Very strange, yeah. Coincidental, you might say. Have you heard the twins who had some bizarre coincidences? This is another well-known one, so I dare say you probably haven't heard of it. But when you hear about the coincidence about the pigeon that snogged a donkey, you'll probably... You'll... Oh, that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, my, my old Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you haven't heard this one apparently. So, there were two twins who were adopted as babies right. to two different families. Mm. 
the gym twins. Uh, twins that go to the gym? <laughs> no, their, their names were Jim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Either way. That's a coincidence. They were separated at birth and raised by different families in Ohio. They met later at the age of 39, and both sets of adopted parents named the boys James and called them Jim for short. Both men married twice, remarkably, both first meeting their wives named Linda and both divorcing them and marrying somebody named Betty. Both had one son who they called James Allen, and the other one was called Alan James. They both drove the same car, smoked the same brand of cigarette, they had similar jobs in the security field, and even vacationed at the same place. Then they both had a childhood dog named Toy. That is very, very strange, isn't it? That is like every aspect of your life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a wank on Tuesday the 29th. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that is really strange. When I first read this, I thought it was fake. I thought, no, that's absolute bull- no amount of similarities like that could possibly exist i mean that's absolutely ridiculous but then like i've read it and i've seen interviews with them and they look exactly i mean like to say they're twins they, they do look like very similar i mean obviously like, one could have different hair you know they could wear different clothes but even their dress sense is like the same it is like so bizarre yeah but do you think they did that for the interview <laughs> they got a two for one at new look stop dashing my <laughs> thoughts jordan you always do this <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, John, I got this really cool drum beat. Have you not thought that drum beat's been done before, Ian? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed Jordan always putting down. <laughs> I should call you Jaw Down. <laughs> chair squeak. Yeah, I'm sat on my drum store squeaky shit. Why do people say squeaky as shit and things like that? Because shit isn't squeaky. There is probably something in there. This is something I wanted to talk to you um, about at some point. I've, I've, I've got the thought in my head. It's uh, to do with like old sayings. Like, you know when people say like... I wasn't myself. Or... I was beside myself. Yes. Or I was out of my mind. Mm. Or it's like something came over me. It's like all those are like likening to being possessed. Like something like an entity is doing something to you. Oh, okay. All those have roots in like olden day language. Mm. So it's like I wasn't myself. It's like something else was was doing. So it's like so when you do something mad, it's like oh I don't know what I was thinking or I was out of my mind or oh, oh I was away with the fairies, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> they, they they all have. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've worked with quite a few people who are away with the fairies. Well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe not literally, but very much figuratively. Maybe you have tickled the paranormal more than you think you have, Jordan. Tickled their balls. Tickled their bollocks. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) let me f***ing continue. Please f***ing do. Have you ever heard about the twin brothers who died in exactly the same way? Old age? (laughs) You got me! (laughs) There were two twin brothers who died in exactly the same way at the age of 17 in a taxi accident. Apparently, there was a taxi driver who was carrying a passenger, taking a route, and killed one of the twin brothers who was riding on a motorbike. And a year later, the taxi driver was taking the exact same route, carrying the exact same passenger, and killed his twin brother at the exact same time. You see, you think he would have learnt from the first one? I would probably think, well, that's not going to happen again, is it? Yeah, but surely. You would think, wouldn't you, if this horrible thing had happened, and this 17-year-old was a victim of that, and it's it's an awful thing... 
But I guess also the driver was a bit of a victim because it wasn't an intentional thing. It was an awful accident. Of course. And you would absolutely have that in the back of your mind constantly. Well, I would. How would you protect yourself from it, though? I mean, you've got to do your job. Yeah, but the, the f***ing same thing happened twice in exactly the same way. Yeah, but, but the, that's the thing. You think, what are the odds of that happening again? Well, clearly 100%. It's not as if the brother of the twin was like, oh, by the way, I'm out on my moped tonight. <laughs> Watch out. You know, he didn't know he was going to be about. So you just, you just be thinking, well, I have to go about my job and I'll just be careful. But, you know. He obviously wasn't, again, careless. Too much cider. <laughs> Did you say he was a taxi driver? He was a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very strange coincidence, I'll give it that. Very strange, yeah. Wasn't on the same day, was it? It was, it was like a, the same day a year apart. Oh, right. Okay, even stranger. Well, now my mind's blown, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm totally in on it now, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I sound like, bro. <laughs> Thanks for proving my point, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay, yeah, I think that about brings to the end of my creepy, stinky coincidences. There was another one about a child who accidentally bought her own book from a stall. Like, she had a book when she was a kid, and then she lost it, and then 30 years later, she was in a different country, and she was like, oh, I love that book, I'll buy that. So she bought it, and then she opened the cover, and she was like, what? That's my name and address. (laughs) What she doesn't realise, though, is that they were in all of those books she thought she'd written it as a kid she hadn't it's just part of the print yeah what she did she slept walked went along to the the stall that night and just wrote her name in every single book no it was just <laughs> it was part of the print and she thought i'm that good at calligraphy i can write just like the printers so you know <laughs> she just thought she had and actually it's just part of every single book oh right okay that makes sense she was a novelist myth busted there jord busted <laughs> Anyway, tell me some weird pregnancy cravers. Cravers. And I will tell you if my wife has had any of these. <laughs> I mean, I really hope not, because some of these are f***ing strange. Weirdest pregnancy cravings that I could find online. Okay, so there is a really common one that you probably know. What do you think that is? I know a fair few, to be honest. Oh, do you? What's probably the most common? Uh, I know chalk and coal are quite common. They are on the list. They were the first ones. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, this isn't a quiz. You accidentally emailed me your list again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there ain't no points for you this time. Damn it! But yeah, you're right. So, Cole, one of the most popular for some strange reason. I, I can't think why. I think it's because it's a carbon-based thing, you know. Why? What's the carbon to do with? Well, carbon is just, uh, it's just it's what you're made of, and it's just like what you want to eat. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, from what I've gathered, for some women, even if the desire to eat the coal isn't there, they crave the smell and the texture of it. So maybe it's something that that you've just said there there could be something in that Mm. and as opposed to chalk again it could be the crunch or the taste Mm. that the the women desire but it might again be because like one of the things that happens during pregnancy is like heartburn and carbon is like um, a neutralizer for it that's like what I think like Rene tablets are and stuff like that oh really so it's just a lump of coal yeah so so cravings are are literally your body going by the way you need this right interesting okay yeah like you you taught I think like sort of like listen to your body so like if you if you if your body goes by the way you need a you need a f***ing yorkie bar then you probably need some sugar you know or something like that <laughs> is that how drug addicts work <laughs> i think we're probably getting into the, the different realms of necessity okay and uh addiction there jordan wants and desires okay yeah that's the one. <laughs> wants and needs there is a difference my mum was right okay <laughs> i should put the heroin down <laughs> So, 
Okay, here's here's one that maybe you may or may not have heard. Oh, sorry, I've just I've just done a super quick Google check. That was quick. Well, fast thumbs, mate. Uh, but as I said, uh, if your cravings your cravings something weird, it's probably something that your body's deficient of. And uh, Google said, if you find yourself craving things that aren't food, like toothpaste, coal, or even soil, speak to your midwife or doctor. This may be a sign of a vitamin deficiency. Uh, okay. Well, you say that, but what about this next one? Sponges. But, uh, well, maybe you just need your insides cleaning out. <laughs> you certainly need your mind cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, literally cleaning sponges. Women eat those. Well, some of them, not all of them. I'm not going to go ahead and say that there aren't some outliers. I mean, people are addicted to eating some freaky stuff. Yeah. Think think of poor Kevulus. <laughs> Jumping into that big yeah. bowl of uh, golden house. syrup, Yo, if lovely. you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, God. I mean, that's some pretty weird stuff. And, and he might be a figment of our imagination, but there are people out there like that. So, <laughs> well, just saying, you know, some people like to eat some weird stuff. Disgusting. Anyway, sawdust. Another one. Sawdust. No way. That is weird. Yeah. Normally, you'd pop it in your shopping list for like small pets, uh, like buying sawdust and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But cleaning up sick. <laughs> you'd probably want to vomit after this, wouldn't you? But <laughs> <laughs> it's its own fix. <laughs> yeah, it does everything. So apparently, it's common for many mothers who just can't resist the aroma and taste of a sawdust block. The thing is, right? I a lot of these things do have smells. My wife has often said. If they could put the the taste and smell of uh, petrol into chewing gum, she would buy it. That's really funny. I see. I, I don't believe I'm pregnant, but uh, I do like the smell of petrol. Are you sure? <laughs> well, After possibly. I've we put on a few night. pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was Valentine's Day. That is true, Jordan. <laughs> No, that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, in, in podcast time, but in real time, last night, I was doing the little dance in your pants. <laughs> it's like when you when you introduce me to your bedroom, this is where the magic happens. It's quite literally card tricks. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. Now, get on your front and put your hands in the ties. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know. Don't call me God. I said call me Sam. <laughs> <laughs> It's all seeping out of you now. I know, yeah. (laughs) You're not talking to your wife. (laughs) (laughs) If I spoke to her like this, she'd f***ing kill me. (laughs) Soon have that high heel over your throat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) God. So, another one that you told me was soil, and you were right. There is. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's like, you know, you, as the, as the gentleman in the relationship, you wake up one night, you know, you roll over, you're like, oh, you go to give your wife a cuddle, and, oh, she's not there. You're thinking, where's she gone? That's weird. So, you know, in a bit of a panic, you, you stand up, you look outside, she's not in the hallway, no lights are on, so you go to your window, you look outside. You're digging up the guard. Yeah, the guard, like, nom, 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 nom. Oh, no. <laughs> Goblin, got the little no. trowel like, out. Yeah, all that soil you got from uh, being cute today. She's like, ah. <laughs> Hey Jordan, I know we're supposed to have a nice day in today, but do you mind if we go to B and Q or really want to get some soil? So we haven't got a garden, love. Let's go B and Q. Okay, right. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, darling. Oh, <laughs> Just say, gets through the door, <laughs> sniffing out. Like, <laughs> Where's the fucking outdoor section? <laughs> Well, we have some flowers over here. I don't need them! <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the workers are like, oh, it was closed off today. There's been an accident. You fucking what? <laughs> the demons came out. <laughs> they were three foot off the floor. <laughs> Open it! <laughs> 
Yeah, there is one very famous celebrity that had the soil craving during their pregnancy. Do you know who that is? Jackie Chan. You f***ing moron. (laughs) (laughs) Do tell. It was Britney Spears. Britney Spears, no way. Yeah, she she craved soil. I don't know if she just liked the aroma, the smell of it, or ate it, but that's apparently the thing. That's the thing, like, coming from people who can't get pregnant, like, do you think that if you had one of these cravings that you'd you'd give into it? Or do you think the thought of it would just be so overpowering, you'd be like, yeah, it's not weird, I'll, I'll do it. Or do you think, like... See, I can't imagine myself eating sawdust. Well, I don't think anyone could really. But then, you know, you get a f***ing baby inside you and you're like... I'll eat anything. So what deficiency is that? Uh... Wood's a bit low in your blood today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't see it happening, but apparently it does. Anyone who is in this position, who is pregnant, by the way, please feel free to let us know if you've had any weird pregnancy cravings and you've given into it or you haven't or what it felt like, because I'm really curious to know. Or let us know in five months once it develops. After your Valentine's evening. Uh, If you've listened to this and have been pregnant in the past, (laughs) fair (laughs) enough. enough. (laughs) You don't have to wait five months to get in touch with us. (laughs) Yeah, do let us know. This is really unusual. Yeah, I was good because my wife didn't have any cravings at all. (laughs) Not the sawdust, the soil. No, 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 not at all. Yorkshire puddings. Uh, Least of all, me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, babe, how's it going? Get out. That was my daily routine with my wife. <laughs> it didn't change, did it? <laughs> <laughs> it's always been the same. I've just been too love blind. Just before you continue, do you think my new high-powered mic will pick up if I go to the toilet? The wireless one I'm wearing. I think it'll be all right. Yeah? Should be fine. Think it'll be all right? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> now, Ian. Ian. <laughs> Ian. Holy shit, that's a big one. Oh, it's splashing on me. Oh, getting me gone. I'm not even going to tell him. Okay, I'm back. Um, oh, hi, hello. What's wrong? Couldn't hear a thing. It's fine. You look. You got a bit of a weird look on your face. No, no, it's fine. I, I couldn't hear a thing. That's good then. So back to cravings. It's piss one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on my list, but hey. <laughs> One of the most toxic and dangerous cravings for pregnant mothers is paint. So, whether that be inhaling the fumes or licking painted walls. What? Yeah. How's that dangerous? That's just wall licking. Well, I don't... I mean, like, drinking it, sniffing it, fair enough, but just licking a wall or, like, freshly painted. Yeah, I assume it's freshly painted. Okay, yeah, that'd be, that'd be kind of dangerous, yeah. Yeah. Um, another one, toilet paper. <laughs> I'm assuming this didn't happen during the height of lockdown because that was like gold oh God, dust. No. Or maybe that's why so many people are buying it. You know, people maybe. at home, they can't leave the house. <laughs> so much toilet paper being bought makes sense. Yeah, that's why there were riots in the aisles. <laughs> it's these craving pregnant women. It's brilliant. Yeah, um, apparently there's a, a lady called Jade Sylvester who was a mum who used to eat a whole roll of toilet paper every single day. Well, like in one go? I, mean, I don't think it just went down the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm assuming that was space throughout the day. But yeah, she used to eat a, a toilet roll every single day. It's <laughs> like flatten it down. And <laughs> it's like a it'd be like a filling sandwich, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Imagine how dry that is. Give it a go. I'm, I'm good. Nothing's dry for me because I've got cider. <laughs> would you just soak it in cider first? Yeah, yeah. I suppose that would make it somewhat palatable. No, because it would just feel like... <laughs> globular shit and you're gobbling it like oh, yeah well I'm assuming by the way that this is fresh toilet roll oh well I f***ing <laughs> hope so at least I mean <laughs> some saving grace for this poor woman 
So, Kev, you off to the toilet? I am, yeah. Uh, j- just save your wipes, bits. What? <laughs> j- just stick it on the uh, in a toaster by the side of the toilet, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> of course you have an electrical appliance there. <laughs> you should remind me of a, of a story. Oh, go on. Uh, when my eldest was learning to potty train, he went to the toilet, and uh, as he was in there, he shouted one of us through. So I went through, and he had taken the toilet roll tube in the middle. Yeah. And uh, he he'd done his business, and he must have thought, "What do we do with the tube?" I'll flush that too. So he flushed it and blocked the toilet. And I was like, what do I do? I'm not very handy. Suppose you'd have to be. <laughs> I, I had no idea what to do at all. I just kind of uh, got a toilet brush and just kind of, you know, give it a good plunger. <laughs> and um, it luckily drained. And I was like, okay, let's not do that again, please. <laughs> and he was like, okay, sorry, dad. I was like, no, that's fine. Don't worry. But the, the brown bit in the middle does not go down the toilet. He was like, yeah, all good. So we high-fived. Then we went out for a pint. <laughs> I was just going to say, it was at Weatherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just put a call out over the tannoy. <laughs> Top dad award goes to Ian. <laughs> <laughs> they say father and son bonding is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. I just want to clarify, my son has never been in a pub. <laughs> <laughs> Not till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're planning to block the toilets. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, I've got a couple more. Another one is rubber. Literally rubber bands. Oh, okay. There is also a celebrity. Well, I wouldn't really call this lady a celebrity, but Jamie Oliver's wife, apparently she's called Jules, used to nibble the rubber off hot water bottles as well. Wow, that's weird. It is a bit odd. Yeah. Do you think that was just to try and take the taste away from his food? From his shitty cooking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what I love today, I've got you some fucking chicken nuggets. Like, I'd rather just eat this fucking hot water bottle, you bastard. <laughs> and do you think, like, they had that argument right at the beginning of the relationship, and he's like, go on then, go on then. If you, if you, if you keep saying that, go on then, eat it. And she's like, I fucking will. <laughs> or do you think he cooked it out of spite? Yeah, and she ate it. She's like, pretty good, actually. What was that? Is your best meal yet? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, actually, speaking of hot water bottles, there is a thing on them that tells you when it was manufactured and you're only meant to keep them for, I think, three years. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, because otherwise it, the seal can break and it can be... My wife has a hot water bottle, which um, she hasn't changed since she was about five. I dare say that's probably expired. Yeah, expired tenfold. Yeah, I'll let her know. <laughs> See, not a lot of bad comes out of this podcast. It's some, some of it is good. Yeah. It's... You might have just saved my wife's leg from burning to death. That's right. And last one. This is, for me, it's the weirdest one of them all. Mm -hmm. Cigarettes, eating them. Oh, that cannot be good for anyone involved. And cigarette ashes. Oh, that's that's grim. Yeah. Someone online said, so this is pretty weird. I wanted to chew on cigarette butts. Not the actual cigarette, just the squishy end that's usually been in someone's mouth. I never did it, thank God, but I really wanted to. Apparently, I had a form of, I don't know how you pronounce this, pika, pika? Pika? Not Pikachu. No. <laughs> I had a Pokemon deficiency. <laughs> um, I hadn't had a Charizard for ten years. <laughs> um, and it stems from an iron deficiency. I opted for crunching on ice chips, which was much safer and less disgusting. But yeah, apparently cigarettes and cigarette ashes are a craving for some... Apparently eating ice cubes is like a big thing. What do we generally are? <laughs> no, yeah. People literally just like, oh, I want a snack. I'll eat ice. This was recently discussed on another podcast I listened to. And one of the hosts on there is an ice chomper. See, I don't get that. One little bit of ice 
comes within 10 feet of my teeth and they curl up into themselves. <laughs> Your teeth just retract. My teeth are so sensitive, it's unreal. Yeah. You turn into Mr. Gummy. Yeah. Like, my wife's like, oh, look, Ian's 35. Puts a bit of ice near me. Oh, look, he's 80. You know, my teeth is like... Sucked back up into me old gobber. It's absolutely madness. It does make me kind of cringe, though, the thought of, like, crunching into the ice. It's, it yeah, sends it's a shiver, doesn't it? Yeah. Whenever I go to, like, say, McDonald's, for example, if I get a drink, I have to request no ice because... Mm. If I drink it, it's just so cold on my teeth. Yeah, it's funny. And I request no ice anyway, not just for that, but just because of the cleanliness and ice machines. Fair point, fair point. And now you've just given my OCD something else to latch onto, <laughs> so thanks for that. I thought, thought you were supposed to be my friend. <laughs> well, have you, have you seen the documentaries where those ice machines have fecal matter on them? How do they get that? From employees that haven't washed their hands and have been using the ice machine or taking ice with a scoop. I see, I see. And it's contaminating the ice and it the way I make myself feel better is I'm 35 and haven't had, haven't suffered a fecal related ice cube death yet. So <laughs> <laughs> just wait till you go to pub with your son. <laughs> yeah, wait to get there tomorrow. <laughs> go wear the spoons. I'll have one fecal kebab, please. Oh, that's just right on a skewer. <laughs> <laughs> straight from the bum, straight onto the skewer. <laughs> I mean, it cooks itself, doesn't it? Part of the preparation. The guy just squats over a skewer. <laughs> I hope that he doesn't slip on it. Oh, God, yeah, that might be uh, catastrophic. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, they're, they're my weirdest, not my, but my uh, research of weirdest After pregnancy. last crit. night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see if next episode I'm chewing on sawdust blocks. We'll see. <laughs> But yeah. So, the thing that uh, I mentioned and alluded to at the very beginning of the episode was... Yes. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, So, okay, let's set the scene. I was chatting to Sophie, and I'll just explain. Sophie is a singer uh, and a very good friend of mine that I work with regularly. Mm -hmm. And Ian has drummed on our songs many a time, uh, and hopefully they will at some point be released. Sophie had listened to our episode for Blind Collab, and (laughs) she was like, it sounded pretty good. Like, she quite enjoyed it. And she was telling me how she was getting some melodies for lyrics in her head, but she had no idea what to write about, because she's a a great songwriter. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only joking. (laughs) She's a fantastic lyricist and fantastic creator. Yeah. See, I'm quite good myself at creating music. But when it comes to lyrics and putting emotion and thought to those, I like I've just yes, I'm yes. awful. I think right, I always liken this to everyone having their superpower, right? Because my wife can cook. She could walk into a kitchen, spit in a bowl, and there's a four course meal. That's very impressive. Exactly. And that's how good of a cook she is, right? But you can create music, right? But you can't do lyrics. Mm. But Sophie can do lyrics, you know, but she might not be able to do guitars. But I can do drums, but I can't do f- all else as is evident as <laughs> as is evidenced by um, our last collab yeah <laughs> but like everyone has their superpowers and hers hers is fantastic vocal creations yeah i agree and unbeknownst to ian sophie had asked me can you give me a subject for a song and i said i'll go and ask ian so she said, okay, but don't tell Ian it's from me. So I texted you and just asked you for a random subject to write a song about. You did. And you told me a duck who... Wants to be a plumber. Yeah, a duck who wants to be a plumber. As you do. As you do, yeah. 
<laughs> and I thought, okay, I'll relay this exactly to Sophie. And uh, about an hour later, she sends me a track, which we will play out at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. And it's just brilliant. It is really fantastic. <laughs> like, the lyrics that she... Should we read the lyrics out? I don't think it's spoiling it, is it? No, no, I think I think we can stick them in the description. Okay. So that if anyone wants to sing along, then they can, um, <laughs> they can sing along that way. Blasting down the M4, you know. <laughs> oh, I love ducks, I love plums. <laughs> I can tell you're not a lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your face You're singing in drums I love drums I love music Dogs are cool I am a pigeon <laughs> There's a lot of pigeons in your mind <laughs> Pigeons are what I'm made of It's that thing that's a clobber dub That spits them out And chews them up and <laughs> I can't believe you remembered the name of that thing <laughs> Um, but anyway, long story short, it was amazing what she came up with. She even recorded three-part harmonies to it as well. Yeah, she she sent this back to us within the hour. Yeah, yeah, this was literally about an hour later. Yeah, you you were like, hey, uh, give me a, give me a song to write about. I was like, okay, uh, I don't know, a, a, a fucking duck that wants to be a plumber. And then I went about my business, and an hour later, you were like, oh, by the way, Sophie's recorded some stuff for you. Here you go, boom. And I was like, what? It's <laughs> like, um... Yeah, my, my mind was blown, uh, my toes were tickled, my elbows were on fire from the sheer speed of the coolness that was coming out of my speakers on my iPhone. shame you didn't have ice cubes around. <laughs> yeah, I was real hungry, I could have rubbed some ice cubes right on my nipple. <laughs> that five litre bottle of cider is no more, as you've gathered. It was three litre, and I've still got some left. Uh, yeah, we're going to play that track out at the end of the show, which we're basically at now, aren't we? And uh, I hope you do enjoy it. I think we have come about to the end. We are getting sick of each other. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave the lyrics in the description if you want to sing along. Yeah, yeah. And I really want to make this a full-length song. I think it would be great. Yes, I think that's probably a good idea. I really want to. Tell Sophie she better get her uh, lyric writing skills out once more. <laughs> I, know, I know what you said. She's not a, a working horse, but, you know, we need content, so... That about brings us to the end of another fun, fucking tastic episode of Two Guys What's Up. So thank you all at home, you gorgeous people. Anyway, I, I forgot to say, this is the first week that I'm recording at my new studio area. Oh, yeah. It's great. Are you going to stick up a picture on your on the Instagram? I will do. I probably should do, yes. It's not that special. It's just my room with a lot of cards behind it. Well, you did take a before and after, didn't you? I did. I did. We'll see what my wife will let me alone. <laughs> now there's a bit of dust in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should you should upload them and not say which one's before and after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are like, oh, yeah, that ginormous chest drawers at the back look great now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely, lovely place to record that. <laughs> Brilliant. Little hint for you there. Anyway, please do not forget to subscribe. And if you are enjoying the show, and if you wouldn't mind being so kind just to give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to us, maybe even refer us to a friend, refer us to your mum, refer us to your gran. Look, right, I'm like four ciders deep. I can't even think about what my name is. <laughs> Jordan? Is it Jordan? Uh, no, it's Fred. If you would like to get in contact with us or have anything read out on the show, then please do not forget to find us at our brand new website, by the way. Oh, yes. Uh, for all the links to our socials under the same name will be in the description. Yeah, do get in touch with anything that you want us to maybe share on the cast. Yeah. And we will do it. Were you pregnant and accidentally ate a mini? <laughs> the the vehicle. <laughs>
Yeah, the car. <laughs> okay. God, Jordan. You don't mean like a mini jammy dodger or something. One hot toddy in you, mate. Well, that's <laughs> in it. In your fucking metal. <laughs> There's no stopping you anymore. Hold me down. <laughs> but thank you for listening, everyone. Have a flipping fantastic week. Have a good one. Bye. Au revoir. Soaring the skies, 21,000 feet high But my life is a lie, I never wish to fly And I can die deep, 240 feet Yeah, that's pretty neat, but I feel incomplete I just want to be a plumber with a degree But because of these wings, it's hard to things The tools are the trade, they were not made for game I'm just a duck with a dream, a duck had a luck Just watching the rain, washing away My dreams down the drain My fucking balls are going numb from this drum stool